3: R. Now let's get this party started.
0: You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Yeah!
3: <laughs> Don't do it, Berto. Don't go with him, Berto. Yeah! Don't do it. Do him like you. Throw him up, Bert.
1: Don't throw him up. He
3: expects you to do it. <laughs> oh, all right. It was halfway. It was halfway. All right, good. Good. It is hate, hateful. I came good. in second oh, hour. Hateful.
1: man.
4: Make money,
0: money. <laughs>
1: Two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio at
4: Eric Arrington Brady this conversation Quinn. Conversation we just
3: had. Too. Oh man, oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> that's pretty funny.
4: Jonas Knox with you here. <laughs> it was pretty. Sometimes funny. I do wonder, like, well, what exactly was that conversation?
3: Oh, I hit so. you with. Uh, I hit him with some wild ass just now <laughs> hitting with some wild stuff you're a
1: great flight companion let me just say, yeah,
3: you don't, don't don't be no snitch no, no
1: snitching don't, don't, man i'm
3: just saying don't be no Get, snitch giving you a compliment you were, i am though
1: <laughs> by the way
3: <laughs> i'm part of the reason why they call it the friendly skies
1: oh, man. <laughs> That little choose it, split. You're, you're saying, huh? Um, huh. By the way, we are broadcasting I'm live from the, uh, from from LA. <laughs> the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. By the way, speaking of throw them up, Birdo, There's, uh, did you see? A guy wrote in. He's going to be at Big Noon Kickoff in Waco this Saturday at the uh, Baylor TCU game, and he uh, sent us a tweet and said, "What do we want on the sign he's going to make?" And so, one of them that was thrown out there was throw them hooks up, Berto. That's the leading contender right now. Now, Birdo's not on Twitter, so he can't see any of this stuff because Dave Roberts is still employed. Uh, So So and so is Josh McDaniels. All right. So now now well we
4: already know why Josh ain't getting fired. yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, Brady had that story first. He had it,
4: yeah. Now people. Yeah, it, you know, it. you know what? I read it. I read it in logic, like just the common sense and logic yeah. of uh, how this whole thing there works. You go.
1: Because Mark Davis is cash poor, so you can't really get rid of him.
4: Uh, okay, That's I hate correct. calling it cash poor for poor. a guy who owns an NFL franchise. Like it's all relative, but in comparison to other owners, yes, he he didn't make his money with a tech company or in the financial world. So it's a little harder to take on losses when – and I shouldn't say losses. It's harder to take on big expenditures like that, like having to move on from one staff and then the next year having to move on from an entirely another staff. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, listen, uh, and you were ahead of that before. Now it's being stolen uh, by, uh, by people in the media now. So well, that just means it was a great take, that's all. Well, listen. You had one.
4: You talked about Jeff it's
1: Saturday. Could yeah, be uh, this could be a start. You know, maybe former players with not a lot of experience or no experience at all getting head coaching. The best jobs. part
4: about Lavar's take on that too is like he's he. he you, you, uh, there's a little bit of like a hey, I'm here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nah. I'm
4: here if you want to hire me. No, for a head coach. Hell no. You would. Here's the thing: is we could all people who want to be critical of Jeff Saturday taking it. We could all act like oh, how could you? Do that? Yeah. How could you possibly? Yes. Yeah, so what do I sign? I'm yeah. sorry. What do I sign? I mean,
3: if somebody approached me, I wouldn't say no. I probably yeah. wouldn't say no, but
4: it would be <laughs> hard just would for be me like, to I need say to yeah. Find some people to help me out. Make yeah. this thing
3: go. And, and I mean, we, you know, we could do that. We could do that yeah. for certain. figured it out. Yeah, we could put together. I mean, look, style.
4: I don't know how this, what's in sausage. Right. Yeah, but I don't even know how it's made. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's good sometimes on pizza. Sure
3: yeah. is. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. a great oh. point.
4: Yeah, I mean, out. I'm not, I'm not a nuclear scientist. All right, I mean, but I, I, I mean, it, 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 we're not going to Mars. You know,
3: that is true. Yeah. I mean, I had, a I had a good coaching staff. I had a pro coaching staff almost in high school, like a lot of former pros, and yeah. and, and I mean, qualified to coach at different levels for certain, just haven't yeah. gotten an opportunity.
4: I'll draw, I'll draw attention to this story. So Mike Furry, who used to play wide receiver in the NFL, jacked. was a long jacked at, to the gills, to the gills. Um, Long-time wide receiver coach in the NFL. And I won't get into specifics why you know, he, he kind of went and took the job he did. But he took over the head coaching job at Limestone College, which I believe was Division Two down in South Carolina. They were a program that I think in the past four years had won like four games. They were 0-9 last year. They are 8-3 and 3 in his first year as head coach. They're going to the playoffs. He's got, I think that's five total Former players on his staff, Jericho Cotri, uh, Nate Garner used to play offensive lineman, mm-hmm. uh, Anthony Hargrave, I believe. There's, mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a couple other I'm missing, but he's got a staff of former players, and they've literally in one year's time completely transformed that place. And I wouldn't be shocked if he doesn't get another job and another job, but you know, to the point of just former players, like obviously not everyone's – coaching is a lot harder than people want to make it, mm-hmm. but I do think if you've played, like you've got a great opportunity to share the knowledge that you've – that you've received and, and share it with the, the younger generation. And that, that can be powerful.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, listen, Mike Furry, uh, he was an uh, assistant in the NFL for a while. He, pay, he did pay his dues a little bit. He was in Chicago uh, working with uh, Matt Nagy. That went well. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, listen, so he paid I'd his dues. I still try to understand why people that aren't
3: within the situation get so offended. It's like weirds me out, man. Like when people mean? are so passionate about saying – This person didn't earn the opportunity, or this person. You're talking about Joe. Is that what you're
4: talking about? Who?
3: Joe Thomas. (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. no, Actually, I wasn't even referencing him. He was was, passionate about it. There was another, I mean, Bill Cower was passionate about it. I wasn't even referencing him. I had just saw another clip. um, Was Bill
4: Cower against it?
3: oh yeah hell, oh, hell yeah hell yeah said did he make
4: it, that coward face? Yes, face
3: yes he did yes he did he did at a, the end said it was a travesty you to made the, the face coaches at the end. Wow. on that staff yeah, well, I'd yeah. watch
4: them go like 8-0 with yeah. Jeff Saturday as head coach I'm
3: just saying man it, it's just for me not, now Bill Coward could get upset and have a gripe you know Joe Thomas can be upset and have an opinion. You know why? Because they're within that the parameters of, okay, this is something I've done. It's been a part of my life, da-da-da, so on and so forth. But if you're just regular media or if you're – Yeah, why does it know, affect you? Why are you so outraged? Who cares? Like, like really, what are you – I don't understand. Oh, this goes against everything that hard work represents and this, no expi- – like, uh, listen – if a person has a relationship with someone who has the ability to hire you tell me and what what business and and what you know category People don't hire based off of familiarity. That's, yeah. how, life, that's how life
4: works. That's yeah. how
3: life yep. works, bro. It, it's like, like the, what are we tripping out for? Like you acting like Alberto. <laughs> if you didn't get, if you didn't get an opportunity where you are, you probably are someone who's sitting in a job that got an opportunity because your mom said that my daughter's husband's boyfriend's friend is, Ooh. right? Yeah, right. Did it's y'all see what of, I did yeah. there? Yeah, I Husband's boyfriend. Anyway, so at the end of the day, you probably got an opportunity because somebody advocated for you.
1: The, the hardest part is getting the foot in the door, and then once you have your foot in the door, it opens up other doors to other opportunities. And how
3: exactly do and, you get your foot in the door? And
1: Jeff Saturday had his foot in the door. It opened up those opportunities. They called him. They probably offered him a decent amount of, 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 of cheddar, and he said, okay, I'll take it. Like, but the idea idea that all of a sudden like oh my gosh like it's this is the, the end of the world he's, he took over a head coaching <laughs> job for eight games like maybe it works maybe it doesn't work and if it doesn't work he goes back and he does tv and, and he continues on with that but this idea do that, not minimize or diminish my God, all of man. the
3: hard work that these coaches have put in for all this time for all these years that were passed over for that gig do not diminish it like and i'm being sarcastic but there's a lot of people that feel that way. Yeah. There's a lot of people that feel that way. And and listen, you're entitled to feel the way you want to feel. I get that. But it is a coaching job. It's a coaching job. Why are you so outraged? Tell me. Please help me understand. Why are you so outraged? That like like to think that there were there's been things said where it's like, nobody's gonna want to go to Indianapolis. Look at how they do things. Nobody good like Yes, the hell they do. Yeah,
4: well, yes, the hell I mean, they will. For, for starters, that's one of the biggest – points that I, I'm like, really? You, you know what's going go to make them go to Indianapolis, Dallas, wherever? The check. Like if they're right. a free agent, like, oh, they're going to pay me $5 million more? Yeah, I'm going there. Where's where, where that at? Oh, Ottawa. Are they, they've got a team in Ottawa to Canada now? Yeah, I'm going there. Yeah. If they're going to pay me $5 million bucks more. Let I
3: me mean, think about how many bad organizations are there in the National Football League that a you lot. can just think of 22? off the top
4: of your head? Yeah, 22? Okay. okay. Yeah. okay. And, <laughs> i thought throw a round and, number. And, 22, because I only think there's 10 who are actually trying and, to win the Super Bowl. And Ooh.
3: how many times have those 22 teams had an a a problem uh, getting employees as coaches, GMs or players
1: on that team? Yeah, how well, many times? Like uh, Christian Kirk signed with Jacksonville. Was it because he loved the organization and the direction, or the fact they offered him like eighty-five million dollars to go there?
2: <laughs> like that's yeah, <laughs> come on, here. man.
3: Yeah. Nobody's going to go work there. Uh, I have not seen a team miss a season yet because they couldn't get enough employees to be a part of the organization.
2: You
1: imagine one of these guys is hanging on in the XFL or one of these other leagues, and the Indianapolis Colts call him and say, "Hey, we'd love to give you a tryout." Nah, I'm not happy about what you guys did with your head coaching search, Jeff saturdays your guy so i'm gonna go ahead and sit this one out it's just it's it's such bia. it's it's this fake outrage from people in the media that want to pretend like it was the most disastrous thing that's ever happened for christ's sake it's eight games if it works it works if it doesn't work you move on i don't care if it was for one game what is the pro
3: what is your problem like what is your pro? he got hired what's your problem oh skipping the process all right, if if a guy gets fired during the course of the year, you, listen to anybody who's trying to make it seem like they found a loophole to the to the Rooney Rule. They found a loophole. It's anarchy. Like, bro, everybody is not going to fire their coach in season. That's not going to become a trend to try to avoid hiring
1: a minority if you if what do you think the percentage of people if you were to tell them all right there's a really long line to get into something and you were to say you can skip the line or you can stay where you are but it's going to take a long time what percentage of people would say nah i'm going to wait this one out i feel bad for skipping the line majority are going to say uh well yeah if it's going to save me time and i can get to where i want to go i'll take the opportunity i get the
3: vip pass every single time i go to a theme park and I don't feel an ounce of, of anything when I'm walking past all those people to go to the front and jump on the ride without waiting. No, I don't feel an ounce of anything. I don't look at them and like, oh, I'm sorry. like, uh, You know what? like, Man, you, you probably have been sitting here. The, the first of the line, the sign said, like yeah. three-hour wait. Right this. this. I, man, look here. I'm getting on this ride. Yep. I'm going to get all these rides done, and then I'm going to go get me a, a Modelo, and I'm going to chill. Yep. That's what I'm going to do, and I don't feel anything about it. If somebody came to me based off of what my body of work has been, you can tell me what my body of work isn't. I could care less. But if my body of work has led to me having an opportunity and I got that opportunity, I don't have to answer to anybody about it other than the person that is hiring me, my my family, and, and anyone who is directly personally involved with the scenario. Outside of that, I could care
1: less about what you think or what you feel. I mean, I've heard people in the media Complain when former athletes like you guys get opportunities and say, "Well, uh, look, just because they're an athlete, they doesn't mean that they can
3: do radio or be a host." My, my, point is,
1: well, yeah, that's how it works. Like they have a name Uh, that that name carries value. They know what they're talking about, and and let's be truthful here. They know more than us when it comes to actually playing the game. So, yes, there is a value. They may have skipped the line, but a line shouldn't apply to everybody, and it didn't apply to them, and it didn't apply to you guys, and it didn't apply to Jeff Saturday. He's the head coach of the Colts, so who cares?
4: I would also say this about the um, conspiracy theory that Jim Ursay was so savvy that he thought far enough ahead and saying, oh, he, he wants to hire Jeff Saturday. He wants to skirt and get around the Rooney rule. I don't think Jim Irsay thinks that far ahead. No. <laughs> I'm, no. Just, I'm just going to throw this out there. <laughs> uh, uh. I don't know that he's thinking that far ahead or is that conniving to be able to come up with that sort of idea or strategy. I mean, maybe someone else around him whispered it to him. While he was leaning up against his tree with the band singing, but uh, I don't—that's uh, uh, just, just me, though. I mean, you guys tell me. Does he come up yeah. as the type of guy who's a checkers <laughs> or a chess? You kind of sounded like
3: Chris Collins for a little bit. I I don't, I what, what does, does play it sound like? It.
4: What, what would that sound like? You, I, mean, I,
1: I, I gotta tell you, like I'm watching Jeff Saturday and he's leaning up against that oak tree, and golly, is that a banjo in his hand or what?
3: He looks a little bit wider than what Jim Irsay has on the other side of the he's, tree.
1: A day He's yet. impulsive. Look at his entire track record. Look at the quarterback position. How many quarterbacks yeah. have they blown through? Like Andrew Luck walks off blown the uh, walks, through a lot of them. walks walks away from the team. <laughs> Great point. Walks away from the ah. team. And, and what do they do immediately after? All right, Jacoby Brissett, here's a two-year deal. And then the very next year, they had another quarterback. And then it was, we make a trade for Carson Wentz, and that lasted a year. And then we make a trade, uh, we, we bring in Phillip Rivers, or we make a trade for Matt Ryan, then he's got it. Like, wasn't it... They've the, had a coach's carousel as well. Three, four weeks ago, Matt Ryan was done. They were going with Sam Ellinger. And now Matt Ryan's back. He's impulsive. It's what he does. So, no, he doesn't think this far ahead. That, that's Jim Say. That's don't the even, beauty But here's the thing. We... There's no need to justify
3: him. It's his team. Right. Like, let's stop here for a second. Like, let that sink in to everyone that has their conspiracy no, theory. He's, he's not allowed to hire anybody Everybody that wants. wants to hate nope. on him or think what. It's his team. No, nope, it's not allowed. If he wants to run that bad boy into the ground, it is well within his rights to do so. Uh, and, uh, well. It's hard and, to and, do. And, and, <laughs> unless, right, unless you turn your working conditions into conditions that are obviously oh, clearly hell, yeah. going to be oh, judged and measured. And, 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 I know it's uh, full circle. Outside of
1: that. <laughs> I mean,
3: unless you're giving yourself merits to, to being ousted as an owner, if you're not egregious in your workplace environment and different things like, that if you want to make decisions over a coach that aren't going to lead to to winning scenarios, if you want to hire GMs that aren't qualified, you want to hire media or sales people that people don't feel are
1: qualified. You know what? It's his team. It's like telling someone, "I don't like the design of your house." Right. My ass. I'm, I'm, I'm paying the mortgage. Why did
3: you put a bigger TV there? Like, I don't know. Why you have this in your refrigerator? Like, you should have more of this and more of that. And and you know what? Like, get your stuff. Like It's like that person that walks into your house, and they see all of the shoes lined up in, in, in a certain place in the house, and they don't even take a moment to say, Am I supposed to take my shoes off? Yeah, that's me though. Yeah, well, you, yeah. I, w- I would immediately tell you, like Jonas, do you know how many germs are on the bottom of your shoes? And, yeah. and you're totally oblivious to, you're tracking that all through my crib. Like, I don't want foot, mouth, toe disease, all yeah. that. I don't want that. Like, take your shoes off, bro. Yeah, you I want some you. socks? I'll get you some socks. Like, you you want some slippers? I'll get you some house slippers. Don't wear the, that filth through my crib, man.
1: Well, listen. Uh,
3: there you it, go. Yeah, it is two pros and a <laughs> don't cup be of Joe here
1: on Fox Sports Radio. LaBar Tim Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. All right, so coming up next, what sort of future could we see for one quarterback in the NFL? We'll talk to our NFL insider next here on FSR. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know Packs more fun into less time. Download the new DraftKings Pick Six app now and use code Two Pros. New customers play five bucks and get fifty in pick six credits. That's code two pros only on DraftKings Pick Six. The crown is yours.
0: terms at picksix.draftkings.com slash promos.
1: Two pros and a cup of joe here. Fox Sports Radio from the Fox Sports Radio tailgate. Presented by the Big Green Egg. Nothing beats the flavor of live fire cooking on a Big Green Egg. It's the most versatile grill you'll ever own. Backed by Lifetime Warranty. Roll with the best. Shop online for free delivery at BigGreenEgg.com. Lifetime Warranty. Free home delivery. BigGreenEgg.com. And right now, we welcome in the man himself, Albert Breer, senior NFL reporter at the MMQB. Always kind enough to join us here at Albert Breer on Twitter. Al, what's happening? How's your Thursday?
2: good good how are you guys doing good.
1: Uh, we're good uh so we were asking the question outside of dan campbell and mike Vrabel, who would be the biggest meathead as far as coaches in the nfl who do you got
2: oh i i love this question is this, the bat, this is the battle royale question right kind of yeah, yeah well, kind of i mean like what's the difference then like is it like is it when a fight or biggest badass like, like what's the difference there
3: that's a good question. I mean, it's all inclusive. Yeah, yeah, it's it all it's in all there.
2: Okay, because I don't like I don't know if there's a real difference, right? Like biggest badass means he'll win the fight. Um, outside of those two, and obviously both those two played for an extended period in the league. Um,
3: Robert Sala,
2: Tol- Tomlin,
3: Tomlin, mm. yeah,
4: Tomlin, yeah, Tomlin.
2: I feel I feel like Tomlin's a good one. Sala's a good one. Sala's a big dude. I don't know. Brady, have you done his? Like, you've been around Salah, right? Sala's yeah,
4: like, yeah. He's like, a big, big guy. I mean, he's not. He's, he's hold on now. Hold on, now. He's, he's not as big as up. Ray or Dan Campbell. He's yoked up. He's not no, 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 no. I'm not saying he's yeah. that
2: big. But but yeah. he's a big dude. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I I, I would like Salah and Tomlin are two good ones. Um. But isn't like, isn't John, Pete Carroll John Harbaugh? John Harbaugh is like sneaky, like like kind of built like a wrestler. You know what I mean? Like, so, and he's kind of like low to the ground, so he might have like a little bit of an edge there. (laughs) But, but
3: Pete Curl, A.B. I mean, come on. like What about he, Eberflus? Like
2: old man strength? Is that what we're all about? Old, going old, that, man, old
3: man, man wisdom, right? He might throw some, like, sand in your eyes. You know what, what, what I mean? What about Matt Eberflus? Eberflus? Yeah, like,
2: kind of like crafty? Yeah, crafty, real crafty. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah, ah. Plus,
1: plus, I feel like Brady's kind of leaving out, you know, I mean, Nick Sirianni. You know, the the pies on passion. I mean, but what about little, Eberflus? I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah, just that Eberflus. Listen. <laughs>
2: How, He's about Doug, look how about Doug? How about Doug Peterson? I'll get... Okay. What? I mean, yeah. he's bigger. Doug's but I don't know. Kind of uh, he's a big Doug's dude. Kind of a bigger he's dude. a quarterback, and man. I, I we're, not win-
1: like,
4: we're not. winning the battle royale. And, and right. by the way, I think we're. I think no, we're
2: But forget- I feel like I feel like Doug. I feel like Doug. Like Doug looks like he's been in a bar fight or two in his day. You know what I mean? It, oh, that's,
0: you
3: that's, that's might a nice be right. You got to let the super predators take and, each other out, and, and it, then you hope you're in the end. And, right?
2: and,
1: right? and, and also, I feel like we're forgetting the obvious coach of the year, Jeff Saturday, as being another candidate. Oh, That's true. That's right. I didn't
2: even think about Jeff. Yeah, but Jeff would be in the mix. I mean, Bowles played in the league. He's a bigger guy. Yeah, Bowles, mean, Bowles
3: played probably, in the league. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay.
4: I, I think Mike McDaniel wins because he'd bring like some sort of high-tech weapon or something. Well,
3: like he that. probably <laughs> knows kung around. fu or something <laughs> yeah. like. You know, he knows bring, some type yeah, of Mike, martial art.
2: Mike would Mike would definitely bring like the uh, the, the foreign object, like maybe the salt yeah. or whatever. Yeah. To,
4: uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Now we're getting into anchor man, It's basically what we're saying, right? Yeah. 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 Yes.
3: Yeah. And yeah. I would love to see it. I would love to see it. I would
2: pay. I would pay for admission to that battle royale. No question. Let, um, they
3: said Jeff. Jeff Saturday. Let me segue. It. I'm gonna jump on this quick. You know, since we're we're talking about coaches and and all that stuff, what is what has been the reactions and the feedback? I mean, it's been mixed, uh, obviously, in in some places. But what what have you gotten like closer to the epicenter of everything taking place with him? <laughs>
2: It's funny, LaVar, it's gotten kind of quiet. You know, there was a lot of criticism last week, and then they go and play the way that they do, and they respond the way that they do. And um, I think that things have quieted down a little bit. And, um, you know, it's fascinating to me because we've seen this happen in other sports, right? So, like, take, like, the success of, you know, guys like, you know, Aaron Boone in in baseball or uh, uh, Steve Kerr in basketball, where those guys didn't have, like, a – like normal trajectory to becoming a head coach or a manager, you know, and and so you take that and then I think you look at the success of some of the guys who played in the league who are coaching now, you know, Mike Vrabel's had a ton of success and he was only an assistant coach in the league for four years. Kevin O'Connell, I think has coached six or seven years in the league, his, you know, his his rise was really, really fast. Both those guys played in the league. Um, So, you know, I think what's interesting about this thing to me is I think, like, last week, there was a little job protectionism going on. And if you guys remember, like, there were a lot of people who were rooting against Chip Kelly, right? And my theory on that's always been, and this is 10 years ago, but my theory on that was always that there are only 32 of those jobs, and the people who are in the club don't want people outside the club opening the door for more people to come in, you know? And so if Chip had been, like, a roaring success in the NFL, well, then those 32 jobs, like, they would have been open to a lot more people because – owners would have been looking through the college ranks for guys. And I think Jeff Saturday in a certain way would open a similar door to ex-players, you know, where maybe an owner would consider an ex-player more seriously without coaching experience. Um, you know, and I can kind of, I go back to a conversation I had with Mike Frable when he first got the Titans job. And I asked him about how quickly he rose and he like looked at me funny in the the way that only he can, right? Like that sarcastic look on his face. And he said, what, like my 14 years playing doesn't count? And I kind of thought about it, and I'm like, that was really stupid of me to say, like, he's lacking experience. He played in the league for 14 years. So I just think it's interesting from that standpoint. And, I mean, maybe Jeff falls flat in his face and it looks awful the next two months. But I think this is a really, really interesting experiment in that I think we're going to see um, the value of playing experience versus the value of coaching experience in real time.
4: Hmm. I'm, I'm kind of fascinated just to know how it all came about. I mean, do you have any insight as to if this was a buildup to it? I mean, Dan Orlovsky, yeah. who has talked a lot about his conversation with Jeff Saturday, I'm not going to go on the tangent. I know he was lobbying to get a raise at ESPN. I get it. I'm just saying it sounds like maybe if, if what Dan's saying is true – That they basically walked into the season, and Frank Reich was already on the hot seat, whether anyone realized it or not. And he was already looking at Jeff Saturday as potentially taking that position. Is that the insight you have on this?
2: Yeah, and, you know, Brady, it really goes back to the Jacksonville game at the end of last year, um, you know, where, like, I I, I know Ursay was furious over the way last year ended. um, And, you know, he really pushed Wentz out the door. And I, and I don't think it was – the football people wasn't so much, like, pushing Wentz out. Like, I think that they were okay with looking at that. It was that Ursae was pushing Wentz out without an answer. You know what I mean? Like, it was, well, we don't even have a plan on what we're going to do a quarterback yet. And Ursae was like, I don't care. Get him out of here. You know? It was the first sign to everybody in the building that people weren't safe there. You know? And so I think that that tension existed in the spring and the summer. It's very real first thing Frank Reich addressed at, at training camp, in fact with the players was the Jacksonville game. And it existed, I think through the benching of Matt Ryan and through the firing of Marcus Brady, the offensive coordinator the week before Reich um, was was fired. And then I think in the background, you saw these conversations that Ursay was having with Jeff Saturday. and um, you know he was around training camp a bunch from what I understand. He was talking to Ursay a lot. And there was a reunion, at Ter- I think I mentioned this to you guys last week, but Terry Glenn went into the Ring of Honor two weeks ago. And I, I heard Erse met individually with a lot of, like, the players from that era, the guys who were in town, Edger and James, Marvin Harrison, um, you know, Reggie Wayne was there. He's coaching too uh, Saturday, you know, D- Dwight Freeney. So all those guys were in town. And um, I think the wheels were really turning at that point. Obviously, we are where we are. I think what's really interesting is—is is there more to this? If Saturday holds on to the job, do more of those guys come back in the building? With you know the obvious, you know the obvious question being whether or not Peyton Manning ever returns to a role in the organization. Right. Mm-hmm.
4: So, so I sort of follow on this. Who benched Matt Ryan? Then was it Ursay or Frank? Jim oh, it was wow. Ursae. So then Saturday I mean, not- takes the job. He hires them, and he just comes in and says, "You need to put Matt Ryan back." <laughs>
2: I mean, I like so like my understanding of it was Ursay communicated to people in the building that there was the, he wanted the revolving door at quarterback to stop, right, like so obviously, since Andrew Luck retired, and nobody could prepare for what happened with luck, but like going from luck to Jacoby Brissett to Phillip Rivers to Carson West now to Matt Ryan, like he wanted to stop the revolving door, and I know there were people in the building who felt like. Ursay wanted to see Sam Ellinger because he felt like there would be one of two results. Either Ellinger would wind up – and Ellinger's I, – I don't, I don't know if he can play, but Ellinger is really well-liked in the building. So either one of two things was going to happen. Either he was going to be a revelation and they were going to have something to build on with a young quarterback, or they were going to sink to the bottom of the league and be in position to take one um, next year. So that was sort of the thinking there. And then it looks awful the first couple of weeks. And I think now maybe Ursay's priority has shifted a little bit from, like, let's get in position to draft a quarterback to I want to get a very real look at Jeff Saturday and see whether or not he's going to be our coach going forward. So I'm going to empower him to do what he wants. And I think Saturday got to practice during the week and saw, like, my best quarterback is Matt Ryan. There's no question about it.
1: Uh, Albert Breer joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Do you feel like you are vindicated because you've been preaching Justin Fields uh, coming out of Ohio State, which is a school that you've been very uh, fond of here for some reason on this show throughout the course of the last year or so. But do you feel like you've been a little bit vindicated with the way that Justin Fields has played over the past three, four weeks there for the Bears?
2: Well, first of all, first of all, Jonas, I... uh... I'm when when you guys ask about Ohio State, I'm just answering questions. I got you. you know? so uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean,
1: uh, since we're on the topic, I mean, what do you do? You think they're going to be 27 and a half points better than Maryland this weekend? Albert? Ooh, I don't know. They,
2: they, they might be. We can we we can circle Is this, back a to that a little,
4: Is this a trap game. This a trap
1: game. It could be. Ahead? It could be a trap
2: game. Yeah. they can score, right? Maryland can score. They got um, some
4: good receivers. Good little running back, Roman Hemby. Raquem Jarrett.
2: Yeah.
4: Raquem Jarrett. Yeah, they geez. got Jayshon Jones. James. You guys taking
2: them? You guys taking them? You oh, I'll take the points yeah, for no, sure.
4: I don't gamble. Yeah. No, no. no gamble.
2: Well, put okay. it
4: this way: Hey, who gave Michigan their closest game this year? Was Maryland.
2: Maryland. So we're going to get to see a side by side now, right?
4: Hmm. Interesting. I, I guess. I guess. Yeah, you're both standing at the gurnals next to each other. Side, side by side against. You're standing at the trough next to each other.
2: Anyway, I was
4: asked to just. I was asked to just the
2: correct. I mean, he could have. He could have.
4: Said Penn State. Uh,
2: honestly, but, yeah. honestly, guys, I, I I think like what we're seeing now, like so to me, like just what like knowing what I know about Justin Fields, r- wildly athletic, really big arm. He does have natural accuracy if he's playing confidently. He's tough. He's a good kid. He's a good leader. So you had all these pieces, but and and Brady's better to talk about like how hard it is to bring all that together than I am. But I just I felt like when he was coming out, you had a lot of, like, really good traits with him. And the question was how you could bring the best performance out of him. And I just think his first year, things were so haywire around him. It was hard to judge anything. Um, they kept flip-flopping with play calling. They kept um, – you know, they, they put him in the lineup. They took him out of the lineup. There was all this stuff. It was sort of like Tua in Miami over Tua's first two years there. And I think what Ibrafalut has been able to do is, A, stabilize the environment around him so he can build a relationship with a singular play caller and Luke Getzey. And then B, build an offense that works for him. And, you know, is it working in the way it conventionally works for NFL quarterbacks? No. Um, is playing this way sustainable, like the workload is sustainable? Probably not. But I think what this is doing is this buys him time to develop as a quarterback. And I, Justin's got a lot of great traits where – I, I think, like, if he can grow the way, say, Jalen Hurts grew in Philadelphia, he's more talented than Jalen Hurts. So I, I just think that that's sort of where you're at with Justin Fields right now, is they're doing things to accommodate him there and to highlight his talents, and they're getting a lot out of him, and that's buying him time to grow into the sort of quarterback he's going to need to be to have a sustainable career in the NFL. And I just, like, I, I look at who he is as like a person and a kid and all the rest of it, and I think you can bet on him at least making progress. Not sure that he's going to get there and become like a top five quarterback or anything like that, but I think you can bet on him making progress.
1: Get him on Twitter at Albert Breer, senior NFL reporter at the MMQB. Always kind enough to join us here on Fox Sports Radio. And listen, for some reason, he just knows a lot about Ohio State. We don't know why. We the questions pop up, and or he's the guy he? to go to. So
2: I did know. Hey, 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 hey I did. I did t- t- tune into the Fox pregame show. I noticed two things. Brady looked really cold, and Brady had Ohio State ranked ahead of Michigan. So, Mm. Brady, I I, I do appreciate
4: that. I mean, they're a more complete team. I I, I have not held back that opinion the entire time. And it's nothing against Michigan or J.J. McCarthy, but they have not asked him to throw the football around. Like, I, I still think they have not had to face that scenario. I know they will versus Ohio State. I'd be shocked if they didn't versus Ohio State.
2: It looked cold there, too. Hey, I didn't you look know, that I,
4: cold. Come on, it wasn't that bad. I Great
1: scarf.
2: Brady, Brady, who is the guy? A.J. lit somebody up on the set.
4: Yeah. <laughs> like, it, oh, yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. I don't know some <laughs> random Dallas Cowboys fan that was in the crowd. I don't know.
2: <laughs> A.J.
4: came out of that. So, like, just to compare, right, two linebackers. LeVar came out, milked the scene, you know, did dash some people up. In one case, he stiffed armed someone. Yeah, did. Made his way onto the set. Like soaked it all in. <laughs> AJ ran out of it like they were playing a game. Like I don't think Rob Stone was done saying his name. He was already on the set. He actually beat Reggie. Like Reggie had a, an issue with his uh, headset and mic. He beat yeah. him out to the spot, and then he absolutely lit up some dude oh, who was wearing a man. Dallas Cowboys jersey. It was, it was great too
2: because he was like dressed like a strength coach, which was which he like really
4: added. To it, you know? I mean, he was, he only had on like black jeans and like a black sweatshirt. Or, but that's like typically yeah. what he wears. Yeah.
2: Well, no, but no, but no, but on the uh, air, uh, like on the air, I'm telling you, if you go back and you watch it, it looks like he's just wearing black sweats all the way down. So it's <laughs>
1: like <Yeah>. look. <laughs> uh, Albert, uh, always fun. Let's do it again next week. Uh, have a great weekend, and we'll uh, we'll talk soon.
4: Thanks, All Al. Right, thanks, guys. All there right, he is,
1: uh, Albert Breer, senior NFL reporter at the MMQB. It is Two Pros and a Cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, you're going to get a tutorial. Somebody could be in trouble. A quarterback could be in trouble. We'll tell you why he won't be. It's yours next year on FSR.
0: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific.
2: Listen to the Pauly and Tony Fusco Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. Levar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. By the way, coming up, uh, we'll call it a little over ten minutes from now. Uh, we could have an update, a potential update, or a glimpse into the future as to the next big signing in oh, the NFL. Wow. So we'll have that for you what again. A uh, great tease. Top of next hour, about ten minutes from now, can, uh, here on uh, Fox Sports Radio. Speaking of the top,
4: oh, can I can I get something in real tip? quick before? I tried, I tried to text Jonas. He never, texts, never checks his phone on the I show. I just said,
1: I teed you up for it. I said, speaking of the top, you sent a text.
4: Yeah, well, I, it's not anything to do with that. We were just talking about Ohio State, right? So, Ohio State's strength coach is Mickey Marotti. He I had him my first two years at Notre Dame. Great strength coach. He's, he's, he's literally, in my opinion, one of the best, if not the best. But he used to play this song. Europe, uh, the final countdown. And oh, like, yes. it was like. The uh,
3: final uh, countdown. Yes, exactly. So if you heard it, you
4: know. Yeah. And so literally every day before my girls go to school, I will play that for them. And mm. so they know, like, it's the final countdown and they get all revved up. Mm. And then we announce them as they go out the door. So oh, they get wow. all jacked oh, up for man. school. You
3: know what's it's, crazy? It's the best. I play Aya the Tiger. There you go. Because our strength coach used to play the Rocky soundtrack. All the time in the weight room. No kidding. Yeah. So it's like our hype song, like when when I coached my which by the way, when I was coaching Flag and coached my son and my daughter, my daughter was my ringer. So I'd be playing I the Tiger, and I'd be looking at Marley like Marley, we gotta have a big game. <laughs>
1: See? Yeah, so I wasn't looking at little about... Lavar.
3: I wasn't going to little Lavar like like little man. Like look, man, you need to do that. I was going to the daughter because that was my ringer. Yeah,
1: <laughs> in my household we play Suavemente by Elvis Crespo. But again, how does know, that go? well uh, I mean, we're probably in the system somewhere. You grew up listening to that too. Yeah, huh? I mean, come
4: on, that's what we do here. Yeah. You, you know. cannot listen to that song and not have your hips start moving. Oh, I mean, I, I literally start salsa dancing. <laughs>
1: I'll tell you, you put that on right now. Yeah. We're clean up Isle of bar. That's how babies
4: are made, by the way. (laughs) Is that right? That's that song. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Sure, He's is. just gonna throw me like, in there like, like that. Like huh? you put that song with out I'm there. You, a baby is conceived. Uh,
1: your your hips will will fall off. You can't help you or so. have the song, Berto. Yeah, we're well, well, efforting. You know, efforting here. Does he uh, have I, it? Listen, now, well, but why we are efforting? Is wanna Berto let you know. excited about fellas, it, fellas? It's time to stop treating your groins like junk. Introducing no, the Gillette like Intimate Pubic Hair Trimmer. It's a gentle and easy shave from America's number one trusted men's grooming brand. Show your pubic region some respect with Gillette Intimate the best a man can get Hey, so by the best a man can get Hey, Brady, you're Mr. Finance. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, you've got like your, uh, your masters in finance and Ponzi schemes. Oh, what the hell's going on with this, uh, FDX, oh, FTX crap with Tom Brady. What's happening. Here? Yeah. I'm
4: not an expert in all this. I, I just know this much. Uh, so and anyone who's been following or invested in the crypto, hopefully you didn't do it via the FTX, uh, Platform or Uh or marketplace. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, what happened is, you know, they got some people to invest into it early on. And then obviously, as things went on, they would get new investors to invest at a higher valuation. The early investors then would cash out. Right, So that's kind of how Ponzi schemes work. You get people to invest, and then you basically are taking those funds, and you're just taking them for yourself, or you're taking them to give them to maybe a select few other people. And then as more people keep investing, you just keep taking those funds and give them to someone else. So people think they're getting their distributions, but really they're just getting new investments.
0: Uh Oh, Oh, my God. There it
4: is. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, so unfortunately for Tom Brady... Giselle and Trevor Lawrence, many of the others that actually were involved in promoting FTX, they're now being sued. I'm not sure if they'll actually be liable, but I guess they got equity in exchange for their promotion, so they could be liable to be sued here.
3: <laughs> Hold on, Q. Hold on, Q. Hey, hey, I do know hey, this
0: song. Hey, hey, yeah, you do. Hey. <laughs>